This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, episode 320, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, Plumber. Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did so wise, was that he created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Strangers and Aliens, a podcast about science fiction, faith, imagination, and fantasy, and all that good stuff. And uh, I'm one of your hosts, Evan David, and I am not here with Ben or Steve. I'm here with a friend of the podcast, recurring guest, Hudson Farrell. Hello, friends and family. We are not using our usual mic setup, so hopefully the audio turns out okay. Uh, but this is an impromptu episode. It's going to be fun. We are going to see Dora the Explorer. Michael Bay's Dora the Explorer. So the car is started. I'm giving the mic over to Hudson, and we're going to get going. So, Evan, first question, how many explosions are we going to see in this movie? I have no idea. I hope there's a lot of them. So I want to start this off by saying Ben refused to come to this movie with me, and I therefore assume Steve would not... You know, he doesn't do road trips with us anyway. But I was pretty sure he didn't want to go anyway. So it's it's me. I was going to go by myself, but Hudson came into town. Yes, I did. And so we're going together. And I also want to say that I have zero nostalgic attachment to Dora the Explorer. Uh, I mean, I'm familiar with the show. My sisters watched it when they were growing up. I didn't ever watch it except as, you know, it was just really annoying. But Michael <laughs> Bay is directing this. It's an action-packed remake and I have to go see it. So that's why we're doing it. Hudson, what about you? I do have a little bit of nostalgia for for this because um, I have a sister and we watched it together. However, it was never one of those shows that I super enjoyed. So <laughs> it's kind of one of those, um, besides the backpack song and swipe or no swiping, that's basically all that I've allowed myself to remember. So it's going to be interesting seeing a live action remake. Um, yeah, and when I found out Michael Bay was making it, I got a little confused as to choice of director, but I was like, this might be great. This might be a good draw for all the guys out there who want to see all those explosions and blue and orange lighting. Yeah, so I, I have no idea what to expect. Uh, some of the trailers have been funny, so I'm, I'm interested. I mean, it's just, this is a weird, weird, weird movie because the show like it doesn't have a plot 
There's no plot. No. Every single episode is the same. There's there's something in trouble, or they got to go somewhere. It's about getting from point A to point B. You use the map, you use the items in the backpack, and you don't let swipers steal your stuff. And you learn a little Spanish on the way, and that <laughs> that is it. There's not like it's not like they're remaking He Man or something, or something with you know a, a villain and characters and <clears throat> progression. It's the same, and it's it's the most simplistic little children's show format, you know. So <laughs> it's it's almost like you're taking Mr. Rogers and making it like a right, yeah, like a military <laughs> crazy movie. But like th- I don't know, for some reason I feel like this is too good of an opportunity to pass up. I feel like this is going to be hilarious. But you know, I don't know. I I don't have much else to say about it. I mean, I was I was really when I first saw the first trailer, I was really hoping that there would be they got to have Swiper the Fox in it. Yes. And I need Dora to turn to the camera and talk to the audience because that's what she does in the show. And the second trailer, it confirmed both those things are going to be in there. So I'm set. That's all this movie really has to do to to fulfill all my expectations for it. And so I, I, you know, I don't know what else is going to happen. So low, low bar here from Evan. We just, (laughs) we just got House Swiper and uh, look at the camera breaking (laughs) breaking that rule and then he's he's good all right i mean i'm interested to see are they is the backpack going to talk is is the map alive will we be learning spanish um (laughs) i really i like the actress who's in this i've only seen her in one other thing and that was um instant family which is a great movie. I've, I've, it's, it's all. It's a big propaganda film for uh, foster parenting, which is not oh, wow. not something not a bad thing to be uh, propaganded about. But uh, <laughs> it's it's very good. I would highly recommend it. And she was the oldest uh, foster child in that movie, and she is very good. So now she's in this kind of wink and a nod role, you know. So you know, I'm I'm interested. She's a I guess she's the new up-and-coming uh, actress of Latin descent. So I'm interested to see what else she'll do from here. I hope this does well, because like I said, she's just a good actor, and I, I think she'll she'll do well in other roles as well. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, that's all I really have to say. We, we've got the family um, that they're throwing in there, too, to add some characters, I think. And so that seemed like an interesting dynamic to... Kind of throwing. What if the the Dora family goes exploring? Well, yeah, I've like I said, I, I don't have too much exposure to this. I mean, I watched it when I was a kid because my sisters had it on, and I've I have watched it a little bit since my daughter was born, and she's watched some episodes, and so I'm familiar with Dora's mom and Dora's grandma. I've never seen Dora's dad, uh, and Dora's mom, as far as I could tell, was not an explorer. <laughs> And, you know, something else about this, uh, Dora the Explorer, she's not like an Indiana Jones Explorer, you know? No, she, no, 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 She's not going after artifacts and stuff. She's just, like, helping people get, like I said, from point A to point B. So, you know, this is kind of a different switch on it because I don't think she's ever found an artifact before. And, and now they've turned her family into kind of like this Indiana Jones-style family. So it's very interesting. It's like a... It's like a satire of Dora, Indiana Jones, and who knows what else. So, like I said, I I don't even know what to expect, what we're going to see. I'm just interested to to 
give you my thoughts after this because I have no idea what we're going to get. So this is, yeah, I, this is a weird one to kind of like do a remake because they're doing all the remakes, right? They're remaking everything. This feels to me kind of like almost taking like Blue's Clues or something. Yeah, well, what's exactly. That's teaching kids and making into an action. So that's what I think you're getting at is the weird part about it. Well, yeah, and it's not even necessarily a remake. It's an adaptation <laughs> it's or an, an adaption or whatever. And so, yeah, it's just weird. Like there's been... It, it kind of reminds me of like video game adaptions or or other Saturday morning cartoon show adaptions. But like I said, pretty much all of the time, those adaptions are based on things with plots. <laughs> and this is based on something that's pretty much just characters and a concept. And there's no plot. And so this movie will be filling in the plot, I guess. So yeah, all right. Well, we're not even to the theater yet. I don't think there's enough conversation to fill up the ride to the theater. So, uh, yeah, you'll hear from us when we're done. And uh, (laughs) we'll let you know if we think it's worth going to see. All right. Be back in a little bit. Swiper no swiping. Okay. We're back. Just finished the movie. We're out in the car. Uh, we're not gonna drive yet Because we'll do a non-spoiler section here first And then we'll drive during the spoiler section So non-spoilers You can't say anything about what happens in the movie you Gotta try not to be a Tom Holland here Yeah, but <laughs> Alright, so I laughed a lot Yeah Yeah, you, you were laughing quite a bit I was laughing with you, but you definitely were laughing yeah. a lot I laughed a lot um, It was very funny I gave it a, I think I'm going to give it a three and a half stars. Okay. I was waffling between that and four stars. Wow. Okay. Because, like, you know, for what it is, it's between a three and a half and a four star movie. Like, if you stack it up against, you know, like, The Prestige or something, you know, like, just in movies in general, it's not going to do that well. But for what it is, it's a satire. It's an adaption of this children's show. And it's a straight-up Indiana Jones-style adventure movie. Yeah. For what it is, I would give it a three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, I, not spoiling it, but at the end, I, it just lost me. It lost uh- me. So, it was, I was up in the four range until the end, and then, yeah. But okay, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Another thing, the actress, and I, I looked up her name, but now I forgot it again, but she is very charming. She, yeah, she does, a, she does a great job as the character. Yeah, and I think she might be the best actor in this movie <laughs> because some of the other actors were struggling, man, like... There was a couple like the villain, the main villain. We're not going to say what that is, but he was he was struggling. Uh, the the brainy girl, I thought she was struggling too. I, the only other one that I can think of that didn't feel cheesy or corny in terms of acting style was, I honestly want to say one of the friends, uh, the guy with the headphones at the very beginning. I thought he did okay. Yeah, I, I thought he did good. I yeah. I enjoyed it, but yeah, I yeah he was. I think I've seen him in other stuff. He might be a Disney Channel actor or something, yeah. but uh, yeah, he was good. And Michael Pena, without his accent, is basically just Dean Kane. <laughs> so just, just because he always has his accent on in you know his Marvel movie appearances, but he he was pulling an American accent for this one, and 
he was just Dean Kane for me. So, all right. So yeah, w- would you recommend this to people? Would you recommend they go see it in theaters? Well, tell us tell, tell us about the demographics that were in there because you were really interested. To... Yeah, yeah, I was interested to see who was seeing this movie. Now, this is not opening night. This is on a Saturday in mid afternoon. We're seeing this movie. So, but yeah, uh, there was a couple of people our age. That were there without, you know, I don't think anybody was on a date. It was, it was like guys our age went to go see this because <laughs> I think they're, like I said, they're interested. This is a Michael Bay movie, yep. and it's a satire on Dora or whatever. So that has draws a certain audience. And then you had kids. There was there was some teenagers and some some kids younger than that in there going to see it, and it was really funny because there was a dialogue scene between between these two six year old versions of Dora and Diego, and they're talking. And this little kid, she she must have been eleven or twelve. She says exactly what I was thinking. She was like, six year olds don't talk like this." And I was laughing. She said it so loud. It was so funny. And then there was an elderly couple, maybe yes. maybe a couple elderly couples, yes. and they were really enjoying it. They sat right next to us. They were laughing the whole time, and they were commenting, and they were saying things out loud, spoiling. They were trying to spoil things, but they were wrong. Like, oh, this is what's going to happen, but they, no, they were wrong. So... Very, very across the board. Very, very interesting. Very across the board. You got the young. You got all the way to yeah. like. Yeah, there was everybody was there, <laughs> and like I said, it just made me laugh a lot. Um, and I will say, like, their world building falls apart a little bit. But, like, I was really on. We'll get to it in the spoiler section. But I was really on board with the world building, and then I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't, that doesn't line up. But yeah. I wrote in my letterbox review, I don't know how to feel <laughs> about this movie, but I laughed a lot and it, I ranked it in my 2019 movies and it is, what was it? 11? It was 11. 11 out of 23. So it's smack dab in the middle there. So would you recommend this movie to people? Would you recommend they go see it in theaters or would you recommend they see it at all? I think I think there will be it's better received in theaters. I think going to see it in a theater you're going to enjoy it more than if you're watching it on your DVD at home. You know, I agree with that. I agree with that because it is kind of like there is some spectacle to it and there is some fun like Tomb Raider, uh Indiana Jones sort of stuff, yeah. the comedies there. But yeah, if you're watching this on your DVD at home it's going to be like this is just you're on. You're trying to entertain your kids if you're watching it yeah. <laughs> at home on the DVD. Yeah, it's something that would just be on. But I think you would enjoy it in the theaters if you yes. feel so inclined. Yes. And it, like I said, it does a great job of that satire. If you are familiar with the show, you're going to enjoy it if you just want something funny and, and action-packed. So, okay. Spoiler section ahead. Here we go. Uh, I think we both agree that uh, it, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's very funny. So, all right, spoiler section. Here we go. Spoilers. 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 Welcome back. We are now getting ready to hit the road, and you are now in the spoiler section. So you have been warned. Um, (laughs) Biggest spoiler for me So I only give it a three star Because at the very end Like Evan said World building Everything It just It it just goes straight from adventure That's that's not where it fell apart Okay That's not where the world Because in the opening sequence Right 
they're showing you little Dora and little Diego, and it's the show. It's the it's the Dora the Explorer show, and it's pretty great how they visualize it on the screen. And then it's revealed, no, it's just all in Dora's imagination. And they do a really good job of MCUing Dora the Explorer, which is the term we use when we say, you know, they're adapting something in Marvel movies, they're adapting something from the comic and making it a little more grounded and realistic. And they did a very good job with that at the beginning of the movie with Dora and Diego, where all her adventures and all her, her friend the backpack, her friend the map, Boots, uh, it's all in her imagination. Boots is a real monkey, but the only reason he's wearing boots is because Dora forces him to wear the boots. Uh, because she's a little girl And she, she thinks it's funny And her parents are like Dora, monkeys aren't supposed to wear boots And so it's all in her imagination And sh- she is a, the daughter Of uh, archaeologists and explorers And they just live in the jungle And so she her imagination runs away with her And that's where all of the the TV show adventures come from And I thought, oh, this is a very good way to do it And then when she she grows up You know, she's just been in the jungle alone Exploring And so now she, she just has this kind of in her mindset And, you know, her talking to the audience Yes It's just yep. a phase she's going through uh, It's all just in her imagination And then they carry that through when she gets older and she's recording She's doing like a vlog Almost yeah. She's just vlogging She's going through the jungle She's doing her adventures And she's talking to her audience So she stops to the camera, camera yeah. And says Can you say this word after me? Do you yeah. do you see this poisonous frog? Like, And so it's this believable Oh she's turned her childhood fantasy Into you know A pastime yeah. hobby yeah. type of thing it's very, it's very good I was very on board with it And then the whole plot of the movie is She is uh, Her parents are looking for this Secret Incan a city And um, Then she goes uh, She's sent off to the city With Diego Who Diego's been there for 10 years already And it's Los Angeles And she has to kind of learn how to be a normal person And, and just her spunky Jungle loving personality is coming through And kind of making her the laughing stock of the school But she doesn't care um, So it's that's kind of fun um, And then they get kidnapped By mercenaries because They're trusting Dora to lead them to her parents who are lost in the jungle looking for this ancient city of gold and she'll be able to find it and lead lead them to the city. So that's the whole plot of the movie. And so um, it falls apart for me, the world building does, when they get to the jungle and Swiper is just real. He, <laughs> he is not an imaginary thing. He is a part of the mercenary gang with a mask, with gloves, and he can speak. And there's, they don't explain it They don't MCU it He is just real So apparently the swiper in her imaginary ventures Was the only part of the imaginary ventures that wasn't imaginary That's where it fell apart that, for me. That's fair I had honestly forgotten about swiper be at The intro to swiper yeah, so I, actually, yeah. I was waiting for them to explain it Like okay how is swiper real Is it still an imaginary thing Is I was waiting for them to explain it and they never do. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it's like Boots, although we don't know for sure with Boots either because Boots randomly talks. Boots randomly talks gives Dora a pep talk. Yeah, so, and <laughs> so Boots is, he's a real monkey the whole time and he's very helpful, you know, but he's just a monkey. And it's okay, we can suspend our disbelief that he's a helpful monkey. He's known Dora since he was little. But then at one point in the movie, he just starts speaking with a deep voice and he's and Dora's like wait a second you really can talk you know because the rest of the movie it's explained a way that Dora is just making up what he's saying 
You know, she even she speaks for him when she's ten. She's like, "Oh yeah, uh, Dora, I think we should go over here." Yeah, she's just speaking for him. And at one point, I thought, well, maybe she just has a split personality, and one side of the personality is Boots. <laughs> but no, then it surprises everyone in the audience and her that Boots know he can talk. <laughs> he can just talk. But we don't know for sure because then her friends come and he's not talking anymore. So maybe it's her imagination flaring up again and she's just, she did hit her head. I'm pretty sure. Evan's not buying this. I'm pretty sure he but, can just talk because Swiper can talk. But so what if it's the same talk. thing with Swiper? What if he's just talking for the audience and he doesn't actually talk? It? Yeah, that's not what the movie gives me. That's not what the movie gives me. Swiper is part of the gang with Django Fett and the rest of them. Um... So yeah, that's where it fell apart for me. But then where it may come back to be a part of the world building is where it falls apart for you. Because magic is just real. Magic is just real in this universe. Like the whole, t- the whole rest of the time, it's like a very Tomb Raider, Indiana Jones type of thing. But then it leans more to Indiana Jones where it's just, nope, supernatural. It's all, it's all magic and supernatural and it's all real. I, I don't even know what to do with the ending because I mean okay they do they, they get the thing Swiper steals it okay she puts it back and it's like okay yeah like typical Indiana Jones it, it goes back to normal sort of but then suddenly just magically all these things just the the, the vines start growing I don't know if you it's, saw the yeah. the pillars rebuilt themselves it's magic <laughs> it's, it's magic it is it is just like in Indiana Jones where of course we don't think it's magic in Indiana Jones it's just God. For the, the first and third movie It's just God He's You know They open the Ark of the Covenant And God smites All the evil people And then in the The third one They drink out of the The Holy Grail And uh, They're healed You know Because it was Jesus' cup uh, So for that We would just say Oh it's The you know, supernatural power of God And then of course For the second one It's uh, It's Evil magic Where uh, You know The evil uh, Jungle people and so for this, it's, it's kind of the same thing where it's, you know, they don't really clue you into that fact until the very end that there is magic and it's real and, and they, this is just a magical thing. Because in the rest of the movie, like in the Indiana Jones movie, it's hinted toward this Ark of the Covenant might have real power or the Holy Grail might have real power. But in this, it's never hinted at. It's just we're thinking that this is a real straightforward adventure. And then it's like, oh, surprise. You're a magical goddess lady And and You know the power of the god You've angered the gods by taking away the, the The idol And you need to put it back And then once you do the gods fix everything And, and Dora just takes it though Like she's I mean maybe this is just me Not thinking about it properly But she's a scientist She's She knows she's very logical She thinks through everything She has like And so and so she's just like Oh yeah this makes practical logical sense That I poured water into this thing And then the gods were like happy And then Swiper stole well, it And then the, it, the water thing That's still mechanical to me Well yes But that's not a magical thing But the stealing and then the weather Suddenly just blowing like she just like, oh yeah, happy face Like, yeah, wow, good job you Well, know? but it makes sense though Because if you are a scientist And you just watch this lady Magically transform into a goddess lady Okay, yeah, what the heck with that too you, <laughs> You've just watched that happen So you're like, okay, as a scientist I now have no choice but to believe in this crazy magic stuff And the magic goddess lady said we angered the gods So therefore, logically, we'll put the thing back I mean that's, that's, That is fair that It is makes fair. sense it just as in a storytelling perspective, 
from the movie, it's just kind of off because yes. there is no hinting towards that any of that is a thing. And it just comes out of nowhere at the very end. Um, but apart from that, all the exploring the jungle stuff and the traps and, you know, all the temples stuff, it's all very good. Um, it is, you can definitely tell it's a Nickelodeon movie because there's a lot of scatological humor in this. And it's very funny. <laughs> I was laughing. And they do a great job of poking fun at the show. Yes. And modernizing yes, it and yes. making it funny for all ages. Um, very funny. Like, Dora sings songs about everything. Um, the map in the backpack cameo. Um, yes. As Dora's imaginary friends And then as a hallucination Which by the way The hallucination part Was the best part Of the absolutely, entire Absolutely Absolutely It was hilarious There's a part where they go Into this flower field And they get sprayed With the spores And they hallucinate And their hallucinations are Everything just turns Into the show Where everything turns animated And they're exploring And it is fantastic It is <laughs> wonderful I'm so glad They put that in there Oh man So yeah I really enjoyed myself I thought it was hilarious And funny And you just have to go into it Knowing what it is yeah. Like if you're going into this Looking for just a straight up Good movie Like without any any, You're not clued into the references And what they're doing And you're not clued into that This is a satire It's a satire in multiple ways Where it's a satire on the show And it's a satire on the genre And it's You know So you just have to go into it knowing what it is. Do you think, Evan, that someone would enjoy this a second watch through? I think I would. You know, and I, I also think that, like, there's comparisons that can be made to the Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Are, were you clued into Pokemon at all? Not terribly clued in, but enough to understand what... So did, yeah. you, did you enjoy the movie? I did, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it's very similar to that, where it's like this is really based on a very specific IP with a very specific tone, and and uh, th- now this is a live-action remake or, or adaption of that thing. And, you know, you're going to ex- like it a lot more if you can catch the references. But if you just go into it blindly, I think they set it up well enough for to be enjoyable f- from everybody, you know? So, Yep. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I think I can't think of anything else, to be honest. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I wasn't planning on saying this, but, yeah, go see it in the theater. Like, if you're at all interested in this movie, go see it in the theater. I think it's good for all ages. Ben, your youngest son, would love this movie. He would love it because it is funny in all the ways that I think he thinks things are funny. So, do you think do you think Ben would enjoy this film? It's hard to say because he's all over the place. We never agree on anything, but <laughs> that, that's not true. But I, I, it's I'm hard pressed to know where he'll land on stuff. But yeah, I think I think if he goes into it knowing that it's just a silly, silly movie <laughs> that's poking fun at the show and at the genre of exploring adventure films, uh, you know, I think yeah. I think this fits nicely if you're putting Indiana Jones and Jumanji, the second movie, in the same category. If you're putting that in the same genre, uh, this would fit nicely in that genre. So That's fair. Yeah. And you learn a little bit of Spanish along the way, too. You do. Not as much Spanish as I was hoping to learn. I know that silencio means silence. 
That was very well communicated. <laughs> Good job, Evan. In this movie, so they they had extra Spanish in it that was translated, yeah. um, which was an interesting um, twist on it and a little bit of extra. I don't know. I enjoyed the cultural well, they, part of that. They had, they had not just Spanish. They had multiple yeah. uh, South American Quechua, languages. Yeah, they which had, is the Peruvian yeah native language, which was very interesting to hear. Yeah. Um, so there, yeah. I'd recommend it. I'd recommend the movie. It was very funny. Okay. Well, that's all we have to say, Hudson. Any last words about anything? I, I give it a three stars and some great laughs. Okay. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you'll give us some feedback if you go see the movie. I'd love to see what anybody else thinks. You can do that on our Facebook page, or you can go to our website, strangersandaliens.com, and uh, send us some feedback that way. Uh, But, yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening. And since Ben's not here, I'll go ahead and say it. And since I don't know how to say it in Spanish, I'll say it in English. (laughs) Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Strange and Alien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is 1-804-37-ALIEN. And once again, thanks for listening. I was waiting for them to explain it, and they never do.